Welcome to Fight or Flight, a podcast about misophonia. I'm your host, Shane Fame Alexander, and here's my story. Last week on the show, I shared the return of my misophonia during one of our lockdowns earlier on this year. Wow, it was just this year? Seems like a lifetime ago. This week on a special episode of Fight or Flight, we're taking a deep dive into how depression, anxiety, and misophonia are all intertwined. I share my experience with these three culprits. It's the fifth episode of Fight or Flight, Party Poopers. I'll be straight with you. Writing these episodes have been cathartic. However, to actually get the words on paper or screen, it takes time. I need to amp myself up to emotionally travel back to really dark times in my life. So to revisit how depression hit me in the last couple of years, along with skyrocketing anxiety, all bundled up with misophonia, it's going to be rough. But I got this. I'm honored to share this story with you. And let's stop here. Before we go anywhere else, let me just say this. If you feel half the way I did since 2019, please reach out to somebody. There's helplines, there's therapists, doctors, loved ones. Talk to someone. You shouldn't battle this alone. I've been dealing with depression since I was a teenager. I've gone for help a few times over the years and have learned to deal with it. My anxiety has gotten worse in the past few years. This is where misophonia gets involved. The triggers or the anticipation of the triggers triggered major migraines. I would be in internal pain waiting for those triggers to incite inner violence with my ears, head, and heart. Back when I was living with mom, it scared me that even the fear of the unknown got me emotionally paralyzed. I already told you about how I would get migraines and would stay in bed all day and how both my mother and I didn't really know what was happening. It wasn't only misophonia. It was anxiety. And since I didn't know it was misophonia at the time, there was an added layer there of totally not knowing what was going on. I actually thought I was ill. I just felt lethargic to the extreme. For four days, I spent the days in bed. I tried to crawl over to my recliner to watch TV, but I just, I just couldn't. I'd ask Google to play podcasts, then I would turn them off a few minutes later because the sounds were irritating. Emotionally, I was dead. Mentally, <laughs> I felt like I should have been dead. And all along, I didn't know exactly what was going on. I knew the sounds were bothering me. I recognized the hints of anxiety. I knew I was depressed. But why? You would think after figuring out what this mysterious misophonia is, I wouldn't be as anxious about it or depressed. But it got worse. It was the fear that I'd be living with this for my whole life. The fear that various sounds would trigger me into a deep depression is what the rest of my life would look like. 
It got me scared, and I didn't know if I wanted to stick around to face it. There might be questions here. Cool. I'll answer them. I attempted once, debated twice, cried in the corner at least once a week. You remember the uh, Losing My Religion video where Michael Stipe was dancing in the corner of that empty room? Well, that was me. That was me in the corner, like, losing my religion. Sometimes it wouldn't be too much. Sometimes I felt way too weak to physically move. I'd grab a pillow and just throw it to a random corner of the room and just sit there and cry. I let it all out. I take the pillow and cover my face with it in an attempt to block the sounds. I mean, I wouldn't have my earplugs in, but all the same time, I felt like I needed more reinforcement from the debilitating sounds. I'd sit there for a good while. I'd get up and feel so weak I'd stagger over to my bed. If it was a good day, I'd go over to my recliner and vegetate in front of the television. This didn't happen too often. I'd usually go for the former. I felt super down on myself. I wasn't making money. I didn't feel motivated enough to work on my podcast or anything else that I love. It took me a lot to get out of the apartment. I felt like an overall loser. I had to remind myself over again that this was just part of the process and that I need to work on making myself better so I can work on making me feel better. I had to work on my health so I can get back that motivation to work on my podcast, have an income, and be social. But the reminders were soon overshadowed by doubt and fear and uncertainty. So how did I recover? Or have I recovered? Yes and yes. Honestly, I don't know if I would have survived 2021. If I wasn't gone, I thought I'd be in a hospital or even worse. The emotional, mental, and physical pain I had gone through this year, I don't think there was a light at the tunnel. Without giving away too much, don't want to spoil the rest of the season for you, there was, but I had help. I saw the end of the lockdown, which I'll go into more depth on next week's episode, and this totally helped me get back on track. Since there was freedom, I was able to see my friends, which I started to make last winter. Being able to meet up with them in an impromptu way greatly helped me with feeling cared for and wanted again. I know, I know, it might sound dumb, but it's true. Misophonia, misophonia makes you think that you're alone, all alone, that everyone is making noises because they're out to get you. Getting my social life back reminded me of two things. People like me and that I have a pretty neat support system in place here in London. This is why when people say to reach out to someone to talk to, it's because they want you to be reminded how much you're loved and wanted in this world. I did and it sure did help. I also started to walk again. They say in wrestling to always leave it in the ring. I leave it on the concrete. 
I'd go out for a long walk. I actually walked a record 9.9 miles in July. With my headphones on, getting lost in thought and music, I think of what has been happening. I take in the energy of the wind and the sun and the people around me. I feel blessed and grateful when walking. And I leave all of that on the concrete. I think of it as my private time to take in the bad, the good, and make them into learning experiences. Growing chapters in the book of Shane. And with this boost of social and physical energy, everything else kind of felt right back into place where it was before the lockdowns. I feel normal again. Life feels normal again. My misophonia is still there and and I still battle it on a daily basis, but my depression seemed to have tranquilized. And it's usually due to remembering who I have around me and that they care for me. Being open and honest with everyone about my misophonia, well, I did this a couple of months ago and I've only gotten supportive, loving words since. I have a few friends that make it a duty to check up on me every week or so. So if you ever feel like your misophonia is taking you into a dark place, that you're afraid that you will never get out of it, remember to reach out to your local counseling centers, hospitals, family, or friends. Talking and sharing is good. We're all here for you. Next week on Fight or Flight, summer 2021. I get my social life back, but it's not all sunny days ahead. Life plus my misophonia battles at home equals a mixed forecast of sun and dark clouds ahead. Thank you for checking out this week's episode of Fight or Flight. I shared my story with you this week. If you'd like to share your story with me, please drop me a line. You can reach me at hostshane at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at shanefamecom or famefriends. On Twitter, it's famefriendspod and search Shower for the Soul on Facebook. Thanks again for dropping by and please leave a comment and a rating. Stay well and chat soon. This has been a Fame and Friends production.